You're listening to The Big Show with George Russick. Get to the flames, idiot. Yeah. Hockey, hockey. Puck, puck, puck. Words hurt sometimes. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. George is getting upset. Where has that little sexy minx been? (laughs) And Maddie Rose. (laughs) Ho, ho, friends. Welcome aboard. Someone with my complexion. Yeah. And I got some local notes for you as well. You got some local what? I can do it in like three tugs. You sure about that? We don't do that here. (laughs) That's Toronto radio. This is Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Oh, hi there. You're looking fine this morning. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio, it's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan. We got stuff to do today. We got another giveaway. Two giveaways, in fact. Movie tickets to go see Expendables 4. This is, I looked up the cast. Like, it is a who's who of, like, actors. Sylvester Stallone uh, plays Barney Ross. Mm-hmm. If he if there's one guy who looks like a guy named Barney, it's it's Sly Stallone. <laughs> the guy's like a hundred though. He's in good shape. Oh, of course he's in good shape. Yeah, he doesn't have to get he's tested. Rocky. He's what in about, great shape. When when what? Remember that story when he got busted in Australia with all those roids? Yeah. Remember that story? <laughs> so oh, weird. really? People in Australia taking it out of. Taking things a little too far. Right. What's next? They're going to put the number one tennis player in the world in prison for like hours. Um, Sylvester Stallone plays Barney Ross. Uh, this is a great name. Jason Statham plays Lee Christmas. Oh, yeah. Lee Christmas. <laughs> that is a good bar name. He is the, Lee he Christmas. Is the without a doubt, protagonist. Yeah, Lee Christmas. He is Megan Fox is his girlfriend. She just plays Gina. Yeah, There's G- no last name. Just Gina. Uh, yeah. yeah. Dolph Lundgren plays Gunnar Jensen. Why can't they have like regular names like George Russick and Matt Rose? Sylvester Stallone plays Matt Rose. <laughs> like, why can't? <laughs> I thought I had a really unique name. Well, mm. oh. it's mm. not Barney Ross or Lee no. Christmas. Barney Ross or Gunnar Jensen. Barney Ross is pretty standard. Uh, it's a good is. bar name. Yeah. Um, Andy Garcia plays Marsh. Marsh. Uh, and um, Fifty Cent is Easy Day. <laughs> easy Day. What an easy day. Now, you guys had... Uh, oh, Randy Couture's Toll Road. Oh, re- why come I don't... Okay, hold on. Let me see. Let me show more here. Yeah, Toll Road. His name's Toll Road. Um, a lot of these guys I've never heard of. Eddie after. Hall, Motard. I don't know who that is. I don't know who Eddie Hall is. Uh, Koki Falco is the bartender, whoever that guy is. The, it's getting into the point where I'm like, I don't recognize all these actors. There's a lot of actors that I've like, never expendable, even heard. Like the first Expendables was that. Oh my was, god, that was that was a that was how a you cast. Yeah, that, that's ensemble, as they like to say. Yes. Well, speaking of acting, Jet <laughs> Lee, um, Eric Roberts for yeah. some reason because he's Steve always Austin, a bad guy in Terry, everything. Mickey Rourke, Bruce Willis, Stone Cold, Terry Crews. Mickey Rourke's face looks like a grilled cheese sandwich. Arnie, Bruce Willis. That's not very nice. So, oh, because it's melting. Um, it doesn't make speaking it nice. Of, speaking of acting, um, I did a lot of shows uh, at the other radio station with mm. Brian Dunstan. Like, I see him in so many commercials now, and I'm like, 
Wait, did he do the I better can't... road than I did? I'm going to put a face <laughs> to that. He's like the sleep country guy, too. Oh, good for him. Yeah. That's got to be a nice He's, little chat. Like, his shirt is ill-fitting. <laughs> but Brian Dunstan's my man now. He, uh, he's been in a couple movies. He does a lot of commercials. And I'm like, well, hosting, getting up every day at like 4.30. <laughs> In Calgary and it, it's grinding. Always, it is always funny when you find somebody in a commercial and then you see like a show or something. Hey, I saw you in that commercial and it yeah. happened. Uh, the the guy in the A and W ads, the shorter guy. Yeah, the, he's in an episode of Friends. Is he really? Yes, he's a photographer. No way. Yes. Huh. Yeah. In like two thousand or like ninety nine, he's in an episode of Friends. Yeah, my man Brian Dunstan. I see him. He's been in a. Um, <laughs> In a in another cleaning commercial, you know those uh, the wipes like the Mister Clean wipes, like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah those the eraser eraser yeah, yeah he's yeah. A, he was in that commercial huh and I actually texted him and he's making that sweet sleep country bank nice and he has like a shirt that has like three Z's on it because you're so him sleepy some beds, hook him up with some mattresses that's a that's nice little branding I'd rather the three Z's than yeah. sleep country that's yeah. dope actually that's, that is that's dope subtle branding <laughs> so I'm like huh so anyway uh, we had this idea um, GVP and I went golfing at Speargrass uh, yesterday big shout out to our man uh, Mitch uh, for some reason we left Calgary at uh, about around noon we get to uh, Speargrass. And there is biblical wind there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, windy. Uh, it is that time of year. Yeah. No, but like the wind. This was crazy, though. No, this was bad down biblical. Imagine yeah, how I've, bad it was there. Oh, I've played some ra- some windy rounds out at Spirit. Oh, yeah. For sure. So um, there is a uh, part. The third hole is a par three. The one that goes uphill. Over mm. the water, 200 yards. Yeah. So I uh, looked on my watch. Uh, we're playing from the Blues. 190 yards away. Mm. And there's probably an... 80 kilometer wind in our face <laughs> so i go to gvp hey uh i'm gonna hit the one i'm gonna hit the driver he's like what so i go no you're not what do you, you mean you're gonna hit driver he go yeah i go i'm gonna hit driver right yep i go it's way windy your boy steps up crushes the driver hits it to about 12 feet nice into the sh- and gvp was in total disbelief because yeah. he couldn't believe it. I started dying laughing. <laughs> yeah. It was an incredible shot. I, I had to see it be done first because then I pulled the driver out as well. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? I'm like, I need to see you do this before I even think about trying. Like, wind is probably one of my hmm, least favorite type of elements to participate in. Mm-hmm. To me, it's rain. Like, I can do with a light rain. If there's yeah. more than a light rain, I quit. Yeah. So... It's- <laughs> I can deal I with the light. I just fold up my tent. Yeah, uh, go home. Yeah, see, see you, you later. Sorry, like I'm not meant to play in the rain. I did plenty of playing in the rain as a yeah. child. I'm splashing in puddles and such. Sure. Here's the other thing: Do I ever play well when it's raining? Like rainy, raining? No. Yeah, Why would I stay out here? Yeah, it's not fun. No. So we are actually... learning anything. I'm not getting better. Nothing is being achieved here. Yeah, I'm just the, getting wet. The wind eventually died down, mm-hmm. but it was yeah that. 190 yards away, I pulled out the driver. Yeah. And I hit it. Mm. Like, I hit it. Cool. And it was that windy. Mm-hmm. Um, so while we're on the golf course, you guys had a very interesting idea that I've been mulling over. I've been contemplating. I sat down on a chair, and I put my fist underneath my chin. I didn't have a nap yesterday, because every time I started to doze off, I had a banger idea. And it woke me right up, and this well, was one of them. I'm glad, you, uh, I'm glad you're an ideas guy both time. I'm glad you have some ideas That's on the show. Not very nice. Um, 
You said that we should give away uh, the movie tickets with somebody who can do their <laughs> Sylvester Stallone impression. Yeah, I said you should call in and give us your Flames prognostication for the season. Yeah. In your Sylvester Stallone voice. I didn't want to just open it up to straight Sylvester Stallone. I think we could get in a little bit of well, it has to rocky be a- waters there. So I want I want Flames prognostications. Yeah. Also, um, or I was thinking anybody in the cast of Expendables 4. So if you can do it in a Jason Statham voice. Yeah, but Sly's got that voice. I thought the same, but then I was like, like, how do you do a Jason Statham? Yeah, it's tough. Can you do a Jason no. It's just an English. It's just an English accent. Jason, see, Jason, I was Jason but like, Statham. See, I, I love the idea. What are you talking about? I love the idea. That's actually pretty good. Well, so, I, that kind that of, wasn't bad. That sounds like so McTavish needs, uh, from Call a of Duty. Bit, needs a little bit of base yeah. to it. Is yeah. what it needed. Yeah, that's not my, it sounded like the guy from Call of Duty. That's mm-hmm. why it kind of sounded like. No, I, listen. I I appreciate your impressions, but nothing's better than your mom voice. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We your do mom like... voice is the best. <laughs> That's the one I like. When That's the one in, I want to get when behind. When we're in trouble, when we're getting grounded. <laughs> yeah. Because it's You like guys got to do your slice, Stallone. Yeah. <laughs> Minnesota mother. Because I was thinking, I go, what is the chances? See, I love the idea. But the problem is, I don't think our listeners are going to participate. Yeah, that's fair. That's what I'm worried about. And we got a text yesterday. Well, I was going to do it for the actual But they want to go to Heritage Classic. That's what I was going to They just say. got they, we don't see their face. Uh, yeah. Nobody knows what they look like. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be an idiot for I a few minutes. I was going to do it for the tickets. But I have um I also have a topic I want to do for the Heritage tickets about uh, a specific soccer player yesterday. It's a great story. It's a really good story. Um but I got a text yesterday. Hey, how about you guys give some tickets to us early risers? And I can't, I can't dispute that. It's a fair point. Um, so if you want to call in right now, 403-240-4444, 403-240-4444, and give me your flames take in a Sly Stallone voice. Hey, GVP, we're doing calls. Immediately. I probably should have given you a heads up on that. <laughs> probably should have given you a heads up on that. Yeah, he's got to get the delay on now. That's whatever. fine. Get the software up. No, we're fine. Your we're software fine. up. Software up. But I'm telling you, <laughs> yeah, so I can name. The, we have so the phone name, program. Oh, so I can name the lines and whatnot. No, so I, you know who's on the line. Fine. I am telling you, nobody will call right now. Yeah, I don't think so. To do a Sly Stallone take, like here a flames thing. take in a Sly Stallone voice, and if you even call in, even for the effort, you'll probably win the movie tickets right away. Here's the thing: I firmly believe that we got a lot of listeners that are listening at six o'clock. Oh, but the thing go. is, people who call in at six o'clock are probably busy. We got to call. Probably getting ready for the day. They might be already at work. Yeah. They might be on their way to work, but it just feels like it's not really a convenient time for a chat. Yeah. It's early. Um, I'm about to be proven wrong, but at the same time. Again, if it's just one call. All right. uh, So you call in 403 240 4444. You give us a flames take in a Sly Stallone voice. You'll have the inside track on winning Expendables 4 tickets. Like it's, uh, and again, this is based on my text yesterday or a text that a listener sent yesterday. What about us early risers? And I appreciate all of you waking up extra early like we do to grind it out through your day. Mm-hmm. You're our people. Oh, without a doubt. Like we, we, um, oh, no, see now the, now the phone lines are blowing up right now. Okay. Let's get someone on oh. the air. Let's go. <laughs> can you help him out? I can't. Yeah, I, I can put somebody on hold if he needs. 
Yeah. Why don't you go help him out, Patrick? Because the phone lines are blowing up now. Now the whole the whole thing's jammed. So now we're gonna have to give away the Expendables tickets. This and then we'll save the Heritage Classic for later. Works for me. Yeah. Four zero three two four zero forty four forty four. Four zero three two four zero forty four forty four. Um, Might get some blooper stuff here. This will be good. Well, I don't know. <laughs> um, Sylvester Stallone, you have to give us a flame stake in a Sylvester Stallone voice. So all these guys are still Sylvester on the line? No. Well, <laughs> like, no, like, they're no, coming it up. A, it was a bit. It yeah. Was, uh, again, please call. Imagining we... that Sylvester Stallone uh, is actually calling the station. Uh, you think he's listening? It's uh, 512 Pacific time. Um 403-240-4444, Um, let's get to Steve. Uh, Steve, good morning. How are you? Pretty good. How are you? I appreciate you listening this early, Steve. What are you up to? I uh, just on my way into, into the city. Okay. Um, you ready for a um flames take in a Sylvester Stallone voice? You're gonna give us. I'll do my best. All right, Steve. Let's go. Okay. Dustin Wolf should be starting more than 10 games this year. <laughs> it's not bad, Steve. It's not bad. Nope. Stay on the like line. It. Stay on the Stay line. Stay on the line, Steve. Stay on the line, Steve. 403-240-4444. 403-240-4444. That's not bad. <laughs> Dustin Wolf should be starting. That's good. What did we think of his sly? What did we think of his sly, though? It wasn't bad. It was, <laughs> yeah. Was that Steve or Chris? Uh, that was Steve. Steve. Not bad. Uh, phone lines blowing up right now. Four zero three two four zero forty four forty four. You call in. You give us a flame stake in a Sylvester Stallone voice. You win the Expendables four tickets, and this is all based on one text yesterday. Oh yeah, that's is, it. Uh, hey, how about us early risers? Why can't we get a shot at tickets? He's also Be- texted in. He was uh, valid point. He was actually hoping for the Heritage Classic tickets to get given away at this point. Well, sorry. Yeah, I know. Beggars can't be choosers. Yeah, but again, that's for 830, and I'm going to do that topic later on. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get to somebody else here. I know GVP is uh, he's stressing back there right now because there's a lot going on right now. Who's on the second line? Does it, do, is it, do you don't have names? Is that the no, problem? I got, yeah, we can go still. to Dan. You want to go to Dan? Okay, let's go to Dan. Hey, Dan, good morning. How are you? How's it going, guys? Hey, uh, we appreciate you listening this early. What are you up to on the way to work? Oh yeah, I just get up and then I'm off to work, heading to work here. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, are you ready for a flames take in a Sylvester Stallone voice? I think I can maybe try to do that. I'll try. <laughs> okay. That's good. Okay. Flames are gonna probably crap the bread this year, but I'm hoping that they do pretty good. <laughs> That just All right, sounds, Dan. This I sounds like Daryl. Like, that did kind of sound like Daryl. All right, Dan, hang on the line. I also like that he self-censored himself. Yeah, he did. He did. That was good. Thank you, Dan. Uh, I thought Dan... Uh, see, see, now I'm conflicted. Dan's was better than Steve's, but Steve's take was better than yeah, Dan's. Yeah. yeah, Dan's wasn't a take. It was, But he did a very good Sly Stallone. Dan is straight up sitting on the fence. They might yeah. be good, but they might be bad. <laughs> yeah. But here's my sly. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. I'm going to write good sly, bad take. Okay. Uh, Clayton. Uh, Clayton. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Hey, boys, man. Uh, well, good. What are you doing, man? What's 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 on your plans? What's on the agenda uh, today? I'm, I'm just sitting here in the parking lot waiting to walk inside to go to work here. <laughs> just trying to get uh, get through to you boys to give me my uh, best take here. Okay. I love it. Uh, lay it on me, Clayton. Yeah, I think what's going to happen here, boys, we're going to go second round. We're going deep. We're going far. 
I don't very got to get Sylvester's alone voice, but no, it's okay. Uh, second, second round, game six, make it to the third. You know what happens after that. Okay. Right, uh, Miles going to get busy. Uh, hang on the line, Clayton. Have a good day at work, pal. Thank you. That was just like a second round. It was like Chris Jones. That was just like a Lone Star Ranger. <laughs> Game six. And I'm sure Steve and Dan are like, man, I can do a better slice alone. <laughs> like, like, give me like, another me, chance. Me another That's just like a hot take. They're, they're yeah, gonna it's get not bad. Second round hey, game we, six, he said, and who see, knows what happens after that. See, this has happened when we ask people the question. Like, we're not expecting, you know, like, well, is that sliced alone? Like, we're not. <laughs> like, I don't. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's <laughs> like, actually call like, him? actually him? Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm not expecting such a bang on impression. Like, is that him? No, uh, I think what Clayton did there is perfect. Yeah. He shot his shot. Yeah, he called and he wanted to, and that's good. Uh, let's get to Nick. Nick, good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Uh, what are you up to this morning, Nick? Oh, just stuck in a deer foot traffic jam. What else is new? All right. Um, you ready for your uh, flames take in a Sly Stallone voice? Yeah, of course. All right, let's hear Nick. Oh, who but those either going to have a better year or he's not? I mean, what are you going to do about it? Trade him back to Florida? <laughs> <laughs> All right, hang on, the line, Nick. Hang on, the line, Nick. What are you gonna do about it? About it? <laughs> okay, I like that one. Trade him back to Florida. Yo, Adrian, send him back to Florida. What are you gonna do, yeah, Adrian. Make it down the sunshine thing. Florida. Yeah, 403-240-4444. Um, call in. Um, give us your best flame steak in a Sly Stallone voice. <laughs> 403-240-4444. Let's get to Dave. Dave, good morning. How are you? Hey, good. How are you? Good, man. What are you up to this morning? Well, I'm just going on a run. So Oh, wow. And I've been smoking a little, and I've been smoking a little bit of the devil's lettuce, so I thought I'd give a different vibe. <laughs> My okay, guy. So, so hold on, Dave. Let me let me just let me just rise and shine, so baby. It's, it's <laughs> wake and, and bake. No it's wake and bake, and then go for a little run. Uh, some f- like that, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's 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 keep try to keep a little cleaner, Dave. But that's okay. <laughs> Oh, my bad, my bad. All good, my man. Some people are built different, George. Yeah, it's okay. Dave's one uh, of them. Dave, we appreciate you. I appreciate you. Why don't you give us your best Flames take in a Sylvester Stallone voice? Yeah, I was, uh, you know what? I was going to, but then uh, I'm afraid, all right? I'm afraid over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid, all right? All right, hang on the line, okay. Dave. Hold on. <laughs> uh, last bomb. Hold on, Dave. Oh. Uh, I just put Dave. That wake was... and bake Dave. Wake and bake Dave. I what? I put reefer runner. Reefer runner. No, that's see, that's way more clever. <laughs> reefer runner. I do so... love a good alliteration, George. Yeah, you do. <laughs> um, Roy. Roy. Good morning. Hi, how are you? I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm good. How are you today? What are you, what, what are you up to, Roy? Uh, I'm on my way to work to Cochrane, building some condominiums out there. Okay, you do important work, Roy. Thanks for uh, listening uh, to us this early. We appreciate you. Yeah. For sure. I love the Flames. I've been a fan since 88. Was here when they won the cup. That's awesome. Um, Roy, give us your best Flames take in a Sylvester Stallone voice. Oh, yeah. I got a line from his actual Rocky movie. Okay. Oh, uh, wait. Adrian, you know I love you, eh? Very much. <laughs> okay. Hang on the line, Roy. 
That's a good I one, though. We are losing the Flames take <laughs> side of thing here that we we're supposed <laughs> to be yeah, doing. It's a good slide. That was a good voice. I know. Yeah, the take. But like, you, you, you can do barely it. understand him. Like, it was See, spot if I on. Could, <laughs> if I could marry, like, Roy's sly with Steve's Dustin Wolf take, we'd have a meet, a winner immediately. <laughs> Dustin Wolf goes like 10 games, yo. <laughs> Okay, so uh, I want to leave a couple spots open. So, uh, unfortunately, let's say goodbye to Clayton, GVP, because he didn't do a sly. But I appreciate Clayton for calling in. Thanks, my man. But he, you're not winning today. He gave or you might shot. you might be able to win the uh, Heritage Classic tickets. Yeah. yeah see, right away, the phone later. the phone line, like, right away lights up when we open up a line. Hmm. Like, immediately, people are like, I need to I get in. get to this I movie. Need, <laughs> I need to do my sly Stallone <laughs> for you, the flames take. <laughs> Hey, Jacob Markstrom, yeah. he's going to have a bounce yeah, back so yours here. Yours is pretty good. Yours is pretty good. I've always done Sylvester Stallone accents yeah, forever. Good. I feel like I've actually heard you do this many times. Like, um, it, it, like when I do my like Daryl, when now. I do my Daryl, it kind of yeah. like spills into you, it. But yeah. You steal from there. Yeah. yeah. One steals from the other. Yeah. yeah. Again, we all think we do it. Like, I think I do a decent Babcock, but it sounds like a really terrible uh, Jamaican accent. <laughs> That's what my Mike Babcock sounds like—a terrible Jamaican accent. <laughs> but it's like I'm like offending people by doing my Mike Babcock. Offensive. Yeah, it is. It's offensive. Hey, Babcock was offensive to a few people. Yeah, too. no kidding. Uh, Mike, good morning. How are you? Hey, hey let me see your phone. Good morning. <laughs> hey, we're, what are you up to, Mike? I am driving from Innisfil to Red Deer, not Asheville. Innisfil. Okay, I like it. <laughs> not Asheville. I like it. Thanks uh, for listening. I we appreciate you. you, early risers. We like we we love you guys. Uh, Mike, can you give us a flame steak in a Sylvester Stallone voice? Hey, yo, yeah, you bet. Uh, I think uh, the Flames are going to sign Hannafin and uh, Lindholm by the 20-game mark. Wolf will take over for as backup. Okay, <laughs> Okay, Mike, hang on the line. Okay, Mike's pretty good. Mike's got a good take. Mike's good. Um, like, is Adrian the word that you get to to kind yeah. of get to the accent yeah, get, for slide? Yeah, you get um, to the Adrian. You need to do Adrian. To That's it, kind yeah. of like the base GVP, you go from there. Yeah. GVP, let's say goodbye to Dave, Wake and Bake Dave. <laughs> Reefer Runner. Reefer Runner. I do appreciate Dave listening. And the I'm Afraid. It was very clever. Yeah, I yeah, it was Dave. Good. I did yeah, like good. Dave's. Because right when we open up a phone line, somebody else immediately calls in. Because I still want to hold on to Steve. I didn't think Mike's uh, sly was very good. Not, oh honest. wow! Look at you. You're four zero three two four zero forty four forty four. We have lines we just open. Heard from Roy. Roy was full <laughs> mumble rocks. Like yeah, Roy had it. a good. Roy had a good one. Bad Adrian or bad Sly. Good take. Okay. okay. Uh, Nick had a, a decent one too. You know what? I'm gonna let's put Steve back on the line. See if he can do a better Sly Stallone. Now that he's heard a few, see if he can yeah. redeem hey, himself Steve, here think, a little bit. Steve, you think he can do a better Sly Stallone? Uh, I can give it a whirl, I guess. Yeah. All right, Steve. All right, Steve. Let's. <laughs> do you have another take too? Because I really liked you getting off the hop. You called in early. You had a really good take. You got what we wanted to do. Like I really want you to hit this out of the park so you can win. All right, hit it, hit it, Steve. Oh, uh, you know, this year when the uh, Flames are playing, they really got to get the uh, young kids a lot more activity in there, a lot more games, a lot more uh, opportunity to thrive. <laughs> All right, hang on the line. It kind of sounds like, you know, when you're doing, like, your Dumbo voice and <laughs> when you're, like, trying to mock somebody yeah, yeah, because yeah. they're being dumb. Oh, you're being uh, a big guy, Oh, huh? yeah, you're hey. being a smart guy. Yeah. Oh, huh. look at me. I'm a smart boy. Yeah. Which I also think is, like, an Italian, like, mob <sighs> guy, yeah, but, like, a it, bigger it, dude. You know what? It links. It, yeah. it spills over. What are you going to do here? Let's put Roy back on the line. Roy. Roy. <laughs> 
Hey, how are you today? Good. Uh, Roy, um, do you want to do a little more sly? Because I, I think yours I think yours is the best sly. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I really think uh, I love the flames. They're going to do really well this year. <laughs> Don't let anybody ever forget that. All right? I love you all very much. <laughs> you know what his sly sounds like? In Big Mouth. When sli- oh, yeah, when sli- yeah, yeah, it sounds yeah. like Sly and Big Mouth. Sly also sounds a little bit like Sly at a stroke. Just a little bit. <laughs> also. Yeah, just a little bit. You know, I think we got to give it to Roy. Roy, uh, put Roy back on the line there, GVP, please. Uh, Roy, congrats, man. You're going to see Expendables 4. Oh, awesome. Thanks, buddy. No problem. Hang on the line. We'll get your details, okay? Perfect. Thank you. All right. Congratulations to Roy. Uh, He's going to see Expendables 4, courtesy of our friends at Landmark Cinemas. You get two medium uh, drinks, two medium popcorns, two general mission movie passes. Congratulations to Roy. I will say, Steve, Dan, Clayton, Nick, Dave, Roy, Mike. This is the best time. We, this is the best time we've ever opened up the yeah, phone lines. Everybody yeah. was, was fun. They were all fun. They're all legends. Uh, we we appreciate you. You, you. All those guys who called in, they all still have a chance to win tickets to the Heritage Classic, which mm-hmm. we're giving away at eight thirty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, congratulations to Roy, my man Roy, uh, with his um, Sylvester Stallone take. All right, straight ahead, uh, the Rose Report. What do you got for us in the Rose Report? We had two football games yesterday. The Jays are back in action. The Flames wrapped up their tournament in Penticton, and uh, someone lost a bird. Whoa. Okay. Uh, Rose Report next. Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio, it's The Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Straight ahead, a segment I've never been a part of, that uh, Maddie Rose, you get, to, you get to drive the bus on back-to-back segments coming up. Next one's a good one, yeah. Um, we come up with some individuals, some things, some people, some groups that were problems Okay. In the NFL in week two. It's called Problems. Yeah. It's workshop title. We probably have to change the intro because it's probably got music that we really shouldn't be using, but it's fine for now. But other than that, it's going to be a great segment? Yeah. Okay. Depends, yeah. I'm, I'm trusting you on this one. I got you. Okay. Uh, also in the 7 o'clock, I'm going to uh, unleash, unveil the uh, text topic for today to win Heritage Classic tickets. We've already given away the Expendables 4 tickets to our man Roy with his pretty good Sly Stallone. But uh, we'll give away the Heritage Classic tickets coming up at 8.30, and we'll do the topic straight ahead at the top of the next hour. Trent Cole, head coach of the Calgary Wranglers, will join us at 7.30. And the franchise, Eric Francis. At 8 o'clock, he was in Penticton over the weekend watching the Flames rookies play in the tournament, in the tournament. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's got some big news um, about his pizza pig out. Huge news. Massive. Yes. Massive news. He's massive, not that massive. He's not that big physically, but the gravitas oh, yeah. of the man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it could be the greatest one ever coming up in November. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, look I'm going to make it my first. Look at you. Oh, you're going to come? Oh, I'm going to go. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go. Oh. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll make sure you get a Patty's VIP ticket. Yeah. Leaving the yeah. house. <laughs> get you an apron. You can yeah. you can sample all the pizzas Would from around the Calgary to. area. I'd love to. Um, but right now, it's time for the Rose Report. And it's brought to you by Motorworks. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Bloom. Matty Rose. Yo, friends. Welcome aboard. Happy Tuesday to you. We actually have plenty of things to talk about here. The Flames wrapped up their tournament in Penticton. The Jays get a new series with the Yankees underway in the Bronx. And week two of the NFL season is in the books. 
after a couple games yesterday, but we will start with the Young Stars Tournament in Penticton. Calgary was playing the Winnipeg Jets in their final Young Stars Tournament. Game was tied until late when Calgary found themselves on a five-on-three. They got control back into the zone again, and it's Karen Staklapka right on cue. Adam Klapka has his second of the Young Stars Classic on a perfect pass from Rory Karen's back door. Listen, if you went and watched the Wranglers last year, you know Adam Klapka's deal. He is big. He is more skilled than you would expect for a man who towers over everybody on the ice. And uh, yeah, you know what? I'm going to say it. This guy's going to be a very good AHLer, if not a very solid bottom six NHLer. Okay. I'm ready to declare it. Scored two goals over the weekend. Showed really well in the AHL. Was basically a mainstay in their lineup the entire year last year. Do you know who we can ask about it? Eric Francis coming up. Or I was Trent Cole. I'm going to say Trent Cole, who's probably going to be his coach. But right. Yeah, but Francis no, but you, too. the bottom six NHLer thing. You can ask Eric Francis about that, too. Yeah, without doubt. Uh, Flames had a couple goals from William Stromgren. The 2021 45th overall selection of the club. They would win the game. Uh, three to two, four to two, three to two. I think our boy Patty Steinberg uh, brought up a few names as far as guys that stood out for him up there. Stromgren, Klapka, both part of it. Also, Thunderbirds captain Lucas Siona. Standouts for this weekend's activities. Patty also had a chance to chat with the Flames general manager Craig Conroy. They talked about the tournament and the prospects and the camp and all that stuff. But among those things, you obviously have to ask the general manager about the pending free agents. When you're an unrestricted free agent going in, I, I get where they're coming from. I just want to see what it, this team's all about. What, where's the organization going? What are we gonna? What is the game plan? I don't feel like I just want to do something to uh, just to do it to kind of appease everybody. Right. But again, I also am realistic that hey, they're unsigned. As the season gets going, if for some reason, you know, it becomes clear that that I'm not going to be able to get them signed. Then I then they have to. Those are the hard parts of this job. It's an answer on the questions about two minutes long. I do recommend you go check out the interview on the Flames Talk podcast feed. It's all by itself. You don't even have to go through a full hour. It's just a tight little 22 minutes right there for you. Um, but a thought on what he mentioned there. Nothing really yeah. moving the needle a whole time. It's yeah, kind of no, status quo. Nothing new, but I like the patience part. Yeah. It's just, you just play your hand as it as it rolls along here. And if you're Conroy in the Flames, the only thing I think I'm worried about and a lot of Flames fans are worried about is the fact that if this team's in a playoff spot around the deadline, are you really going to trade a top four blue liner and your number one center and then say, say goodbye to your playoff chances more than likely? Like, that's the only kind of worst case scenario in all of this because I think that... The team wants to be a playoff team. They want to compete. You and I were there. The the Florida Panthers were a team that came up. You know, why can't we be the Florida Panthers? We finished ahead of them in the standings. Why can't we make a run to the Stanley Cup final? And that's the only thing I'm worried about if you're a Flames fan because it's about asset management. And I know this is a thing that's been around the NHL now. You know, you have your own rental player and you just let the player play out the year and then let's see where the chips may fall. Uh-huh. I don't subscribe to that theory. I think you have to you have to be all about asset management because good teams not only plan for one year, they plan three, four, five years down the road. And I, I don't think the Flames can let guys like Hannafin and Lindholm walk for nothing and have them on the roster for the entire season without either either being locked up or traded. I think that's just the way True. you have to do business. Yeah. And, and I get it. And, and it's all about this season. But to me, this doesn't feel like a 
an all-in season, right? It's like a wait-and-see season to me. Are they going to get off to a good start? Are they going to be a good team? Or are we going to have to start selling off some big pieces? Or could it turn into an all-in season by the trade deadline? Like, what you're saying is strange in the sense that it's it's a natural oxymoron. Like, worst-case scenario for the Flames is if they're good. In a playoff spot. Right? Like, success is kind of worst-case scenario for them because then the decision becomes that much harder to make. I do think that, to an extent, there is a certain amount of, listen... If we can get a couple of these guys signed and one of them ends up being like our trade deadline ad, I think that... I hate that. I know that you hate that, but here's the other thing. What does it say to your room if you go out, you have a dominant year, you're one of the top three teams in your division, and then you sell a defenseman? This team is going to be this team for a while. It's not much of a vote of confidence from your general manager in his first year if he trades away one of your good players if you are one of the best teams in this division at that point. Like, I get that, but I think think when we talk about stuff like that, I think that's a little overblown, and here's why. The guys understand it's a business, and you have to have asset management. They understand how things work. But they also understand that you don't have many opportunities to win. I get it. And if they're in an opportunity to win... Right, but let's we're we're putting the horse ahead of the cart here. Yeah, let's he just... also, for example, Our... he also talked about training camp and okay. PTOs. You know, there's always you're talking agents and you're talking players, and but it really is about you know we kind of said we're going to do something, and and as right. much as it'd be easy to add a couple PTOs right now, yep, you know. I think we want to see these guys. We're going to give them the chance. The easy thing would be to add PTOs, but again. Is that is that the model in my mind? Probably not. No. That, that's a refreshing thing from the general manager. Yes. He also talked about, yeah, what our pro scouts are going to do is they're going to scout guys on PTOs on other teams, which is exactly what happened with Sonny Milano last year. Took up a roster spot in camp so a kid couldn't use it, didn't get signed because he wasn't that good, and then he went to Washington, and he had a fine season in a middle six of a team that was doing what last year? Zero. Bingo. Personally, I like it. And the days of the Flames having a veteran fourth line are seemingly done, which is good and refreshing for for the fan base. Also talked about the goalie situation. Sounds like the club is considering the option of starting the young netminder Dustin Wolf in the AHL. The one thing we don't want to do, especially with Dustin, is not have him playing games. That's that doesn't help anybody, and that doesn't help him. And you know, I know he's done everything he can do at the American League level. But he also needs to play games. Yep. And Jacob's going to play a lot of games. And Vladar wants to play more games. I mean, everybody wants to play more games. And that's what I love about our goaltending. I believe in all three guys, that all three guys can win games. Hmm. I like the fact that they're not going to run with three, personally. I don't like a three-goalie system. I think it's ridiculous. Right. Um, but at the same time, Dustin Wolf has to be up here sooner rather than later. You but, just wonder how they get to that point. But I also know that Dustin Wolf can go up and down. You yeah, he has no waivers. waivers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that, that's good flexibility. These are just good problems to have. Yeah, it sucks for the kid. Like, the guy was the MVP of the league last year. Like, nice... What else does he have to do? What else does he have to prove? But the problem is, like, at this point right now, like, Dan Vladar hasn't done anything to lose his job as the backup. And if you're talking about asset management, his asset, his value is going to be lower than I think it should be. Yeah. Just because the Flames as a whole have had a bad year last season. Mm -hmm. These aren't the worst problems to have. 
nope. you know, three solid guys you can start on a nightly basis. These are good problems to have for the Calgary Flames. Good 22 minutes with the GM and Pat Steinberg. It's on the Flames Talk podcast feed if you so desire it. Real quick, I think this is something we can ask Eric Francis too. Do you think Dan Vladar is a member of the Calgary Flames past the trade deadline? Mm, I'm going to say no, but I'm going to asterisk it with if someone gets hurt, he will. Okay. Patrick? Uh, no, because I think it's going to be either Dustin Wolf's going to take a job here in the first half of the year or the Flames are going to be out of it to the point where they could probably move Dan Vladar for something and the team would take him on as, a, okay. as an option. That's Bl- how I think. Blue Jackets held a presser yesterday as well. Uh, Yarmo Kikalainen, he is the general manager of the Columbus Blue Jackets, took the hiring of Mike Babcock on himself. At the end of the day, I believe that Mike Babcock deserved another opportunity to coach. Obviously, that was a mistake, and that responsibility is mine. I do not believe there were any ill intentions on Mike's part in the way he conducted interviews with our players to get to know them. However, whether there was intent or not, some of our players weren't comfortable with his methods, and that was concerning. Last place in the East coming up. Yeah, but you know what? You got you got to give Kekalainen and, and John Davidson some credit. They owned up to it yesterday. They said oh, we made a mistake. A doubt. And, I thought and they again, did a good job. Yep. That, that, that was great on their part. I'm just, I'm. I think we should have Frank Cervalli on, and he tweeted this. And this is something uh, we asked Aaron Portsline yesterday. I did about the GM's job. Now is it in jeopardy based on this hire? Is John Davidson's job in jeopardy because he ultimately has the final say, right? Like. Is it going to be a complete and total house cleaning in Columbus? I don't know. But I can't believe how much we're talking about the Columbus Blue Jackets, what? one of the most irrelevant franchises in the NHL, if not the most irrelevant franchise. Back-to-back off-seasons that the Columbus Blue Jackets have had way too much air in this It's city. true. Uh, one other little NHL note. The Blues are going to name a captain today. Captain, my captain. Any guesses, boys? Rob Thomas. Rob Thomas, yeah. okay. Three days, um, uh, three, uh, Matchbox 20. Rob okay. Thomas. Um... <laughs> How many St. Louis Blues can you name, George? I'm just trying to think of that now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Cairo? Maybe Cairo? No. no. You don't no. think he's going to be the captain? No. It's going to be Braden Rob- Braden Shanner, Colton Pareko. You heard it here first. Okay. Pareko would make sense. Shan, obviously, he's been but around They've been trying forever. to trade Pareko for years. That guy's name always comes up in trade loom. Oh, that Colton Pareko in St. Louis. True, but he's also signed long-term, and he's a big, hulking, mean defenseman who gives you a little bit of everything. Like, hey, good Albert boy. Robert Thomas, 24, going to be part of that crew going forward with St. Louis. I think they could be a guy who could lead the team for the next decade for sure, so... My bet's Robert Thomas. Braden Shen and Pareko were the A's last year, mm-hmm. uh, and both are signed long-term in St. Louis. 10.30 announcement on the Blues YouTube. Flames going to announce Tory before... Krug? Mm-hmm. He's been signed I think, forever. I think Krug could get traded before Pareko. I just think he's a more tradable asset. I think he's got a bad contract, but anyway. I think they both do. Flames going to announce before the season begins. Ducks, Coyotes, Bruins, Blackhawks, Flyers, and Kraken all vacant uh, captain positions. The Jays get back at it today. They visit the Yankees for a three-game set to kick off their final road trip of the year. They play in New York and in Tampa before their final two series at home to those same opponents. For this set, looks like you say Kikuchi tonight. Kevin Gossman Wednesday, Jose Barrios on Thursday. Fangraphs had the Jays at 78% to make the playoffs before yesterday's action. 
As we get down to the short strokes, the Jays' pitching does remain dominant. Team ERA of 3.74 ranks second across the majors. They're third in strikeouts with over 1,400. Second in saves, an equally impressive 74.6 save conversion rate. All good for second. We'll see if the Jays can keep things rolling down the road and into the postseason here. Around the Jays in the wildcard race, the Astros, Rangers, and Mariners were all getting series underway. We'll start with the AL West leading Astros hosting the Orioles down in H-Town. The game-winning run came in the ninth. There's a fly ball right field deep. Back goes Tucker on the track, looking it back. Mullins has done it again! Cedric Mullins, you are the man! It is an 8-7 Orioles lead. They have jumped ahead of the Astros once more. It's a weaver for Mullins. It's number 15, and what a blow it is. Ding dong for Cedric Mullins. Top of the ninth, scored three, gave the Orioles an 8-7 victory over the Astros. The Astros do remain atop their division, one and a half games ahead of the Rangers and of the Mariners. Texas was hosting the Red Sox down in Arlington. This one also needed some late heroics. Red Sox trailing until the eighth. Three and two. Here's the pitch, and it is lined to second into the outfield for a base hit. Arias scores behind him. Long comes home. Ref Snyder delivers a two-run hit, and it's 3-2 Red Sox. Robbie Ref Snyder with the knock scores a couple, gave the Sox a 3-2 lead. They would tack on another and beat the Rangers by a 4-2 a score. That leaves the Mariners down in Oakland this week. Only one team scored in this game. Here's Jose Caballero with a swing and a drive. Deep to left field. Going and going and goodbye baseball. Jose Caballero just clobbers one out of the ballpark to straightaway left field. His fourth home run of the season with Dylan Moore aboard. And it's now the Mariners three, and the A's nothing. Now the Mariners clobbers one. Hi. Every time I listen to, like, local radio calls from the States, it feels like I'm hopping in a time machine. Oh, like, yeah. Baseball's this, the best. We had this from the Orioles call. Cedric Mullins, you are the man! <laughs> He's over-modulating. Oh, yeah. It's peaking so bad. <laughs> Uh, not all good news on the out-of-town scoreboard. The Mariners do win 5 nothing. The Jays sit in wild card number two. There are two teams tied in wild card three. They are the Mariners and the Rangers. The Jays are one game up on both of them, George. Um, I talked about that Rangers bullpen. Uh, it's the worst in Major League Baseball <laughs> in September. It continues you know to show worst? Blue, the Blue Jays. Jays. Not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Cabrera hasn't been very good yeah. lately. Trevor Richards has yeah. just been a nightmare anytime he leaves He's the coming bullpen. Coming back from the IL. My goodness, old Hicks Salt and Pepper. A few dingers here. Hicks yeah. hasn't been great since being acquired. Just throw hard, man. Just, we just want just you to throw a hundred. Just throw gas. Yeah. Just throw gas. Just throw the hundy out there. Yeah. Keep, keep it going. Get the flamethrower going. Boring company and all that jazz. I wonder, like, no. I was going to say, I wonder <laughs> if these, like, the rotation is so great. I wonder if one of those guys is no, new. No, no, no. Nah. Too late in the season. No, I'm that. saying come postseason if they get there. Well, they might have to. Well, who do you put in the bullpen? Ryu. Ryu? He never goes more he only than goes four five, five okay, innings. You want, you want a guy who like throws like low 80s That's fair. from the bullpen? Yeah. Just to trick some dudes? No, nah, Kikuchi would make sense, but he's also been better. So Not lately. Kikuchi Not lately, though. Searching. He's 9-6 and six now. But I don't think... Yeah. You, know, you want Kikuchi out there? Yeah. You know, now I'm know. getting scared. All right. Now I'm getting scared. Yeah. It won't be Manoa. Who? Exactly. Who? Kevin oh, Barker. Come on. Why, dude wasn't in shape. Do that. 
Kevin Barker was laying it out there yesterday. NFL Week 2 wrapped up yesterday. Oh, Started man. with the Saints and the Panthers. What a stinker. Carolina's home opener. Bryce Young at the helm. Derek Carr out trying to lead the Saints to a 2-0 start. A boring first quarter. Tied at 3. Maybe a defensive battle. Is that better verbiage? Do we like that a little there's bit more? Nothing, there's nothing wrong with watching good no. defense. Yeah, People you know, love scoring listen, in their fantasy team, and I get it. But sometimes it's an old-fashioned defensive battle, like last night in Pittsburgh. These were two offenses that were heavily outmatched by their opposing defense. Derek Carr threw a brutal interception as the half approached. Did not matter. Bryce Young was strip-sacked in the red zone, allowing the Saints to get the ball back. Once again, defensive battle. Not great, Bob. Saints led 6-3 at the half. Gross. Panthers did put up points in their first drive. They were able to get a 55-yard field goal to tie it up. It was two hours and ten minutes after kickoff, we Finally got our first touchdown. <laughs> first and goal at the two. Under center is Carr. Carr hands off to Tony Jones Jr. And Jones Jr. takes it down. Waiting for the signal. The man feet are in the end zone. <laughs> touchdown! <laughs> Tony Jones in the end zone. <laughs> We're Tojo. waiting for the call. His feet are in the end zone. <laughs> Tojo. Waiting for the signal. The man feet are in the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> Man, feet are in the end zone. Chris Olave had an excellent catch to oh get them God, into territory. Uh, the Saints led 13-6. to Bryce Young, nice rush. Then he lined up behind the guard on third and three. Took a sack <laughs> just after that. The Panthers kicked another field goal. They trailed 13-9 shortly after that. The Saints put this one to bed. Big gains by Rashid Shaheed and Chris Olave set the Saints up on the goal line. Tony Jones, another touchdown from two yards out. Two yards out. Saints took a 22-9 lead. They would end up winning by a 22-17 score. And they're now 2-0. Uh, Jamal Williams left that game mm-hmm. in the first half, too, with an injury. Hamstring. Uh, the, That's uh, probably a week. The slightest of running back injuries of the night. And um, Yeah. Um, oh, my God. I'm just blanking on his name right now. Which guy? Alvin Kamara is still a week away. Yeah. He's, he's one still more one, sus- more, one yeah. more week for yeah. suspension. He, he's eligible to come back in week four. Mm-hmm. So, um. Mm. Go out there and get the waiver wire. Jones Jr. is his name? Tojo. Tony Jones Jr. Yeah. If you're that desperate already for a running back, because you'll get to that in you one second. You probably want to get the Browns guy I mean, Jerome Ford, No, maybe. no. I don't. Okay, we'll talk about this in a second. All right, all right, all right. Shortly after that, it began the AFC North battle between the Steelers and the Browns. This game, exciting early on. Watson awaiting Posix direct snap. And here it is. He wants to throw it. He does, and he throws it up to the third. And it's intercepted on a tip. With that football, Alex Highsmith to the goal line. Touchdown, Pittsburgh on the first play. A 30-yard interception return by the young man out of Charlotte, Alex Highsmith. Oh, it's too bad. I hate when that happens to Deshaun Watson. Oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> mm, too bad. Two face mask penalties last night for him? He did. He was racking up personal fouls <laughs> like he was going out of business. The Browns had to take a timeout after their next offensive play. They were startled early, but the Steelers could not capitalize. The Browns kicked the field goal, and then Kenny Pickett threw a terrible interception to set the Browns oh. up in the red zone, but then they couldn't get in the end zone, and then their kicker missed the field goal. This game was also <laughs> a mess early on. Uh, eventually, the big moment from this game... Nick Chubb mm. down in the red zone. Um, your knee is not supposed to do that. Oh, my God. Carded off, showed on ESPN once. They refused to show the broadcast. Uh, and honestly, I, I, I don't blame them. Don't need it. Uh, the Browns would score a touchdown moments later and get a two-point convert to get their first lead of the game 11-7 after. But that Nick Chubb injury 
Done for the year. Already announced after the game. They Stefanski, yep. the Browns head coach. Yeah, it, it did he look knew good. It. Well, uh, again, it doesn't. Same knee that he dislocated and tore three ligaments in in 2015. Again, it does. you don't need to too. be a doctor to see what happened. Mm-hmm. It was gross. And Nick Chubb was having such a game. He was just turning yards. One he was going to be the best running in backs football. in the league. Yeah, and, he was catching balls out of the backfield this year, which he never does. Yeah, and now you think, uh, do the Browns go boot to uh, Kareem Hunt now because of the familiarity yeah, with exactly. the offense, bring yeah. him right back in? Do they go out there and potentially trade for Jonathan Taylor? Not unless Ursay comes down off that asking price. If he's asking for, like, I mean... Jonathan Taylor's not like, worth the one. He's just not. Or, like, he asked Green Bay for Christian Watson. That's insane. They asked, they, he's asking for top players to take Jonathan Taylor away. I don't think it's going to happen. I think Taylor's going to stay cold, at least for the first few weeks. Maybe come deadline, we'll see what happens. Steelers got a field goal shortly after to get within one point, and then after that, an explosive play. Pickett goes shotgun from his 29, slot to his wide side left. Gets the snap, fakes the handoff, throws that pass over the middle on a dead run. George Pickett, he's at the 40, 35, a man falls down, 25, 20, 15, 10, Pickett's touchdown. 71 yards for George Pickens from Kenny Pickett. There you go. That was a big one. 71 yards to the house. The Red Sea parted and off went Pickens all the way to the house. 16-11 was the lead for the Steelers at the half. The Browns would get back out in front. But later on, it was one of the league's great disruptors that would flip the script. Watson under center. Steelers showing blitz. Long count. Play action fake. He's back. There's and Alex. the ball is out of the Steelers. Yes. Pick it up. And that's TJ Watt running for the end zone. Steelers with the touchdown. The strip by Highsmith and his bookend buddy Watt scooped and scored. And the Steelers take the lead. That gave the Steelers a 26-22 lead. And that'd be curtains. Browns got the ball back with three minutes to play. Deshaun Watson could not lead the team down the field. A couple takeaways for your boy. Uh, I don't like two Monday night games at once. I didn't like when they were showing both games on the TV because I was watching them both on the same screen. It was too much, and I didn't like the scork bug in the top left corner the entire day. You got one more next week. I didn't like any of it. Uh, Also, uh, Najee Harris, this is not Le'Veon Bell's offensive line, and you are not Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon, but I like how you're calling his Le'Veon. Thanks for that. Okay. Uh, and then what was the other one I was just going to say? I had a third one as well. All I can hear is Le'Veon in my head right now. The Nick Chubb injury is no good. It was grotesque. And people on social media were tweeting about it. Yeah. Keep showing it over and over again. Go yeah. look at it. Don't there go find someone. it. You I, don't need to see it. Oh, trust me. You don't need to see it. I don't handle these injuries well. Um, Maddie, there's few certainties in life. Mm-hmm. The birds will sing. Uh-huh. Uh, the sun will shine. And the Steelers win on Monday night. Mm-hmm. That's 21 straight wins at home on Monday night football. Most wins on Monday Steelers. night ever. Yeah. Many Look teams. at your face. You didn't know that? No. You know, Ste- the, last, you know the last time the just... Steelers lost on Monday night? October 14th, 1991 to the Giants. I was In a not game born. played at Three Rivers Stadium. Right? I also was not born. Uh, Chuck Noll was the head coach uh, for the Steelers, and Neil O'Donnell was yep. the... And it was Neil O'Donnell versus Bubby Brister nice. at quarterback. I'm just happy there isn't two... Neil two O'Donnell took him to a Super AFC Bowl. North. He did. Yeah. 
With the bus. Yeah. A cu- couple of injury Jones notes drove, away. No, he came no. the next year. You're right. Yeah. A couple of injury notes really quick here. Uh, note from the Giants. Saquon Barkley has an ankle sprain. Not a high ankle sprain. Expected to miss about three weeks oh, for the Giants. Okay. Big dodge. But again, Saquon Barkley got hurt. Water's also wet. Uh, Jalen Waddle is in concussion protocol. Not good. Uh, Zach Taylor is unsure if Joe Burrow will be able to play through his calf injury in week three. Uh-oh. Their backup is Jake Browning, who has never completed a pass, but I can confirm was on the Stampeders negotiation list yes, in 2021 oh. and 2022. I don't yeah. know if he still is, but he might be. We got a lot of stuff. <laughs> so there's that for you. Also, Tom Pelissero is reporting that the NFL is suing the NFLPA over allegations that the union advised running backs to yeah. consider feigning or exaggerating injuries to gain leverage in contract talks. Um, not much more details apart from that, but apparently the NFL has enough evidence to at least file a suit against the NFLPA. Uh, finally, we will end here. Uh, someone lost a bird. Dude, where's my F-35 fighter jet? Dude, where's my F-35 fighter jet? Yeah, yesterday the American military misplaced um, an F-35 fighter jet. Okay. Good job. It's a $70 million bird. Right. Uh, what happened here yesterday, George, is during a training exercise, pretty standard stuff. Every once in a while, the pilot has to practice an eject. Practiced his eject, no problem. Um, I don't know if he flipped a switch on his way out, if like the lanyard on his keys got caught on something on his way out. But the plane went into zombie mode, which is essentially like autopilot in the sky with like turning and the whole nine yards. And somehow the American military lost it. They were asking the public to keep an eye on the sky and if you saw any signs of an F-35 to call your nearest military base. Eventually, the jet crashed in, I think it's South Carolina, Williamsburg County. Yeah. But yes, the American military, among all of their successes, have managed to misplace a $70 million jet. From somebody who had to deal with losing uh, golf clubs and calling the airport (laughs) and and calling the airport and then waiting for uh leave a voicemail we'll get back to you in two business days i don't think if you called a military base i don't think you're talking right away to somebody no, no? i don't think I feel so. like it'd be like please hold uh, yeah. we'll get back to you in like yeah. a day or two what do you think the uh options are for, I don't like, think there's the a contact. it's not just it's not just you know calling an airport i think it's just calling and getting customer service in general is getting more difficult and more difficult. It's all about the uh, the chat. Like, do you do you just log on to the chat at your local military base? <laughs> hey, I just saw a, a zombie jet Yo, fly I... over my house. <laughs> Please advise. <laughs> oh, why don't you send us your email uh, so we can send you some details? Yeah, we'll do you have a phone number? Someone will call you back in 12 to 16 yeah, for, hours. From somebody who tried to call somebody at the airport and couldn't get through, I probably think you can't get right through to the uh, the, the military. This base. raises another question. What was the call like for the officer of the exercise that had to call to a level above and say, "Okay, but see, uh, this is yeah, listen, boss, that F thirty five, no idea. So okay, so she gone, she so this, gone. <laughs> this is the part of the story I don't understand. How was the plane in the air by itself? Dude, ejecto seated. Okay." <laughs> They were Ejecto doing a training exercise, and he did the ejecto seat. The training exercise was part of it, like, just to eject out? Yeah, sometimes they have to, like, practice what it would be like if you had okay. to actually bail out and use the parachute all right. and all that type of jazz. And I guess that's what they did. Mm. Mm. And good night, and good luck to you, sir. Perfect stuff, Maddie. The Rose Report is brought to you by Motors. If you own a BMW, choose Motors for service and repairs. 
They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street Southeast. Straight ahead. Um, Problems, a segment that Maddie has cooked up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll do that. We'll see how that goes. I'm uh, anxiously uh, <laughs> looking forward to that. Also, uh, we'll unleash the text topic today for your chance to win uh, Heritage Classic tickets. We'll do that at 8.30. I think we can even mix in a few calls at 8.30. Sure. Uh, we'll do that topic next, and we'll talk to uh, Calgary Wranglers head coach Trent Call at 7.30. It's all straight ahead. It's the Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the fan.